We have had a, a really good week of, of NBA games, although it hasn't really suited our teams. But having the NBA Oracle and Sneaky Pete from the dark web at the other end of the line, we're going to get into the NBA stuff earlier than we normally would. Normally we get into it about 8 o'clock on a Tuesday night, but we're starting a bit early tonight because uh, the Oracle's got a few little things he's got to take care of, so we thought we'll jump into it early. So if you're not used to hearing the NBA stuff, I'm sorry. It's uh, We're going to be talking NBA pretty solid for the next hour. After that, I'm going to be playing some blue stuff. So we're joined by the Oracle. Oracle, are you there, mate? Come on, Oracle. We've been through this. Sneaky Pete, are you there, mate? Hello. Oh, Oracle. Oh, I'm here. Oh, you're there. Thanks, Sneaky. I know I can count on you to be ready to go. Oh, I'm always know. here. Even mate. when we're early, we're late. Yeah. That's exactly. us. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Maddie. I'm back. I, I was on. I was just doing my due diligence of keeping on mutes and everything through all the um, technical glitches and stuff. And, yeah, uh, that's rubbish. I could hear you. <laughs> I, I, I did appreciate you being on mute. The only problem is when it comes time to talk, you got to get off the yes, mute. You know what I mean? That's right. That, that's... I'd like to put him on mute sometimes. Yeah, Pete, <laughs> if only we had a mute button here. You know. Uh... You do, don't you? Come on, Rhino. Set him up with a mute button. A yeah. kill switch. I'll have to get onto Rhino and Nuke about that. So, all right, guys. It's uh, It's been a, f- a little bit's happened in the NBA since we last oh, yeah. talked. Uh, the Nuggets have been so knocked good out. It's been the semifinals, though, isn't it? Oh, hey, boys. Oh, oh it's sorry. great, isn't it, Pete? Well, it's so uh, good. Sorry. I'm sorry, Matty. Uh, I'm uh, sorry. Are you really? Nah. Nah. Couldn't care less. <laughs> Couldn't care less. Okay. Good to know. Um, nah. So... Uh, now I've just um, hit the old record. I throwed him off. No, you did actually. I I just hit the record button there, so uh, unfortunately. Uh, but we're in. We're joined by the Oracle and Sneaky Pete from the Dark Web. Uh, we are. Uh, oh, I think I still have that other one recording anyway, guys. So we have got to back up. Now, where do we want to start? I think we should start with the Nuggets getting, uh, you know, losing against the Warriors and, and being out because I was quite hopeful the last time we spoke that the Nuggets could get a game over at, um, over yes, at Golden State. Yeah. Uh, well, and I think Wouldn't I, listen to reason, would you? I feel a little would vindicated you? at the moment as being maybe... Vindicated? Uh, Your Wolves lost as well, so... But maybe a moral, <laughs> moral victor? Oh, yeah, well, look, <laughs> you, did, you did play better, I'll give you that. If, if that's what you were looking for a better losing performance, and they certainly did that. They liked you proudly. <laughs> they did. They did. And, and yeah. I appreciate that. So, uh, where do you like Oracle, Pete, you know, both te- both of your teams who uh, well, were, you know, playing well in the first round of the playoffs and yeah. looking red hot, uh, both um, had a few little hurdles to jump over, you know, with some injury yeah. concerns and some and performance how? anxiety. Where do yeah. we want to start? Do we want to wrap up what happened to lead to now, or should we start with what's yeah, happened we'll over the last couple of days? Yeah, we'll just quickly go on the wrap-up games. So. I think so. Yeah. Okay. So, obviously, you know, the, the teams that are in there now, are the 76ers are playing the Heat, the Warriors are playing the Suns, uh, and the Celtics are, uh, are playing against the Bucks, and the uh, Warriors are playing against the Grizz. Uh, I... You know they're the games that we've we've missed over the last couple of days. So the what led to that happening were the Grizzlies beating the Timberwolves in, I would say, a convincing win. And um, Maddie so. ripping up his betting tickets. 
<laughs> Kicking the dog. A little oh. disappointed. I've got a few takeaways. You've uh, already spent the money. I had actually. Um, there I'd goes be, the mortgage. I'd, no, I'd been looking up, you know, extravagant things to buy. Uh, <laughs> or like a, a Valiant, a Moak. Uh, a, a motorcycle, t- tell it, a yeah, boat. It's not like you to buy extravagant things, Matty. No, well, I was saying to Soph, you know, a house by the river. It, it's free money <laughs> now. You know, like this is all found money. Um, oh, you know, it was. It's yeah, gone now, buddy. It just, just didn't Sports actually happen. Sports bets now. Yeah, it just vanished. Uh, okay, some things that came out of the end of that Timberwolves series uh, that jumped out at me. I think Anthony Edwards. Uh, going from a you know a young player that had a lot of promise, he had some really big games in the playoffs, and I think sure did. he's coming through as a player that pretty much any team would want. You know, he he's a special player. Uh, I think you're papering over. He had a dogged season, man. Did he? Like he he needed those games. Yeah, he, he did. had. But he, he had a rut of all ruts. But he did in have the, the games in the, the when season. it counted, Pete. He had the games in the playoffs. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like he he found the games when he when all the when all the cameras were on. But um, he wasn't having a very good season this year. Yeah, I, I was. I thought when we got to these playoffs, to me, he was their most dependable player. He was the guy yeah. that you wanted to take the shot or you wanted to drive. I mean, look, he's still what is he? 20 or something like that. Yeah. He's still young and yeah. he's still making mistakes, but you can see it there, can't you? He's got the body, he's got the skill. Well, contrast with D'Angelo. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> like, it's chalk is, and cheese, really. Is that, is that the end of him there? Like, they, they benched him for the last six minutes of that oh, no. There's going to be a lot of questions this offseason. A lot of players, they either you know, putting zeros on their contracts or people just shaking their heads and going, what do we do with him? Because he was pathetic. I mean, but, for but, him not even to get a look in the last six minutes sort of showed, I think, what the um, coaching staff thinks of him now. But I wouldn't say he was pathetic for the series. He had moments and, and did do some good things and did do some good things to get him there. So I actually, where I am coming from it now, I think they've got the bones of a team that can compete in the playoffs. And I think it's now going to come down to coaching Oracle. I I mm. think they're going to need a Doc Rivers-esque type coach to come in. <laughs> you can have him! Who, who can bring them all I'll together. I'll drive them there. Yeah, bring them all together. Get them all playing at their peak, you know. But, you mm. know, they've got guys there that can play. And, and, and I... it can hit big shots when they need to. They've got multiple mm. guys who can do it. I was disappointed with Carl Anthony Towns. Um, Me too. He he mentioned at the end of the series that you know he's found his passion for the uh, basketball again. He um, he he took himself to another level. He's especially the contact understanding. Found he could foul again. What what I think Towns needs is one of those off seasons like where um, JoJo's had Pete, uh, Jokic has had. Where tire tire uh, a tire to it tire tire to him get him running up the sand hills. Well, yeah, kinda like he's, re- uh, he's realised he's Peter not... Turner in the background. Well, he's realised he's not good enough now, right? But, but Matt, don't you think he's a bit old for this now? Like, what is he, twenty seven or whatever? He should be at his peak. If he hasn't worked it out by now, I think that that's it for him. No. I, I think he's got to accept. 
he's not the man that it's going to be Anthony Edwards' team. Yes. And he has to be second fiddle. That's okay. What do, with, what, what do you do with Russell then? Because he's Russell should be the one. It should be Russell's team, right? No. No. It should be his team. He, he plays point guard. He's got all. He's been all bouncing across the league. He's had raps on him. He's got the ball in his hand every play. Yeah. Well, it should be his team. If he was any good, the Warriors would have tried to keep. I'm not what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's any good. Like, what do you do with him? Well, my my opinion is, Pete, is that he's a, a third, fourth fiddle in this team, right? Um, it's got to be Edwards and Towns being the one-two punch. Uh, I think Towns needs to figure out how to defend in crunch moments not do silly defensive plays. He needs to get quicker feet. He needs to get fitter and lighter. The The other big uh, centre players in the league have done it. Jokic and Embiid saw this you know, a year or two ago that where this happened to them in playoff games where they, they realised they were too heavy uh, and they needed to change their game up a bit. I think Townsend needs to have a big off-season, come back fitter, Faster, lighter on his feet, yep. and, and let's see what he can do. He's a great no, shooter. Not, I disagree. I think I think town stocks are go on the way down. Yeah, they're, Pete, they're on the way down, but it's up to him, mate. The ball's in his well, court. He's got. Have do... we spoken since the dunk? Which one? Have we spoken since the dunk of all dunks? No, I don't think so. Even, what a dunk! About his, you talk about his dunk. No, <laughs> Morant in the series. Oh, yeah, well, over the league. We, we should get on to the uh, Grizzlies too, yeah. but I, I reckon that. Um, they found something in that McDaniel's. He, yeah, to me, looks like a, a, another guy that you can add to that building around. Yeah. I, I don't know, know much about him, Oracle. Season. I don't know much about him. Can you tell us a little bit? Because I, I don't really know much about him. Well, his history when he was drafted, things he was just known as like a bit of a ball hog, bad shot kind of guy, and hmm. not a defensive sort of player at all. But it seems <laughs> as though in these last two years, he's improved a lot defensively and his outside shots lethal and when he was on the court to me it seemed like that's when they were playing their best because it was just another defensive presence out there and another outside shooter so i think he's a he's a great guy to bring in um when you've got already star players and i think the main thing that's got to happen is edwards has to be the guy that they say right you're the man Right, rather than him waiting on the sidelines yes. or, you know, watching uh, Beverly take shot after shot, you know, Beverly, it's just okay. Yeah. You're the man. You take it. You Oracle. go for it. That's what I think's the big. Yeah, move. I like that Oracle. Beverly has a place in that team. He does. He does. Have a place. But, I just but don't how know many where times, it is. Yeah, he does. But how many times did you see him when things were getting close? He doesn't even pass the ball. He just take it himself. You Oracle. Know? That comes down to coaching. That's why I say they need a they need a good coach. Now let's switch it up and, and just um, round out the Nuggets. Uh, played a really good game in the fifth game of the series. Uh, it came down to the last couple of shots. Jokic pulled a, a bit of a hammy there with about three or four minutes to go. Got some quick fouls. Oh, actually, mate, it was more like um, seven minutes to go. Got some quick fouls. Had to sub off. Came back on. Got another foul. Had to sub off. Came back on. Hit some big shots down the end. We missed a couple of shots, you know, like uh, Barton had an open shot from the three throw line. There was a couple of shots that just, you know, we missed. They bounced out. Wasn't to be. I think Jokic with his 30 points, 19 rebounds, 8 assists, uh, played quite well. 
he actually, I think he scared the Warriors a little bit, and the Warriors were like, oh, okay. Uh, this guy started to figure us out, but I, don't, I just don't think the guys around him were good enough to beat a team like the Warriors. Oh, but, hallelujah. But Hallelujah, uh, Oracle. But, Did you see? He's seen the light. He's come to Jesus. But, but I thought that they were moral victors of, of that first oh. round. Um, you know, with the players that they'd lost, uh, Chicago Bulls against the Bucks bowing out. Well, we shouldn't feel, spend any time on the Bulls. Yeah, feel a little bit sorry for the Bulls in you know with the um, losing ball and yeah, but they did a Hartledge. Yeah, you look at the, them compared to what the Raptors play. Pete, how the Raptors but play. Pete, let's just say the Bucks were convincing. The Bucks beat the Celtics, who were very good round one. I'm just saying it's possible yeah. the Bulls yeah. were just beaten by a better team. They they were a few men down. They weren't at their best. But I'll give them that, that they, they had a go. They had times where they fought back. And let, let's let's see what the Bucks do. Because if they go through and win it, losing 4-1 to a team like the Bucks when you're a few guys down isn't... You know, the it isn't the end of the franchise. Put it that way. Could, could I ask something then of both of you? Yeah. Like, have we seen the best of Chicago Bulls? Are they going to come back better? I don't, I don't think you can bank on DeRozan having that kind of season. No. Again. So that's and gonna that's that might put a bit of a that's right a spanner and, in the works of the of the Bulls prospects. And you right. got and, uh, you got Zach's contract as well. Exactly, and and he's. Not made any commitment to return to Chicago. He said he's going to have a look and see Is that next what's year, out Oracle? there in free agency. Yeah. So mm. you could be seeing the demise of them much sooner than what we thought. We don't know if Lonzo is going to be back healthy next year either. What's wrong uh, with Lonzo? So, oh, he's done some major thing to his uh, knee, I think. I feel it's... sorry for him because it was a, it was a coup and it was... The talk of the NBA, um, how they mustered that yeah. side with Caruso. Yeah. They and went all Ball. in. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? Hats off to them. Sometimes it doesn't work. Pete. They're gonna. Um, Zach's going to have suitors. Um, there's going to be yeah. cap space in a few teams that uh, if people don't walk, well, you know, yeah. Nets, Nets, Philly, they, like, Harden's missed his opt-in. Um, Kyrie's not, not – he's got an option. So, uh, yeah, there's uh, plenty of people that will be looking at Zach. But, Pete, it, you know, you're a, a fellow that goes all in when he's got a chance because why else are you there? The, 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 what yeah. the Bulls did this year was a sneaky Pete move, right? Yeah, it was. I, I yeah. respect it. And, and then Levine, he's got to respect that they did that and, and look around and go, hey, we had some moments. If everyone's fit on the floor and I'm at my best and not injured, do I back this team to be able to get me through some playoff series and, and possibly, you know, challenge for the Eastern Conference title? And, and then he looks around at some other teams and is like, uh, I don't know. So, yeah, but, but you know, if he's, point, if he's got an option to go to the 76ers and, and, and Bede's fit, yeah, I, I, like, I like that move for him. But I'm just saying that if he's looking around at some other teams, what more could but the Bulls saying have... that there's going to be some competition. There will uh, be Bradley competition. Beal, Bra Bradley right. Beal's yeah. out. But, but what else well, could the Bulls so... have done, Pete? You know? Nothing. I, I respect it. I, just like I respect Maury at the 76ers, the Harden was an all-in. He had yeah. to make a move, and he got and he got the best move he could. 
Um, and so it might not work out. It looks like at the moment it's not going to work out through no fault of his own. Um, you can't help luck. Or you, can, you can't help luck or you can't help having bloody Doc Rivers as you. <laughs> you know, it's the early time slot, so you can't swear. But my goodness, what a coaching error. I've been I've been dying to hear your thoughts on Doc Rivers and uh, what was how he he's managed his postseason. So I can't wait till we get to that. Well, Pete, why don't we talk about the Raptors and that series there? I thought well, the Raptors did pretty well to fight back and, and, and go four two, but obviously the cream rose to the top with Embiid. Uh, okay, Embiid got injured at the end, but before we talk about that, can you maybe throw a little? Uh, light on you know what Raptors fans have to look forward to. Do you, like I thought that they showed some oh, really are, good things. Raptors stocks are rising. They're a couple of pieces away from being a really really dangerous team. Scotty Barnes on a rookie contract is worth his weight in gold. Um, Pascal, they're so fit. And what about a Boucher's game? Like yeah. <laughs> he can play. They all can play. That's and Anobi sure. had the some moments death, too. Anobi, he can shoot. He's a good wing and can shoot. Um, Van Fleet ended up being the downfall with the injury yeah. and his complete loss of shot all of a sudden. Gary Trent Jr. didn't play up to the billing too, but he was he had a niggler as well. So, But if you look at they put up a hell of a fight and they gave every 76ers fan out there a bit of a scare and... Once in that game, once the 76ers started rolling, uh, it was, you know, put away the glasses. So why was Embiid on the court well, is a Can we get mystery. to that then, Pete? Why was sure. he on the court? Did they want to send a message to the league and win emphatically? Is that what it was about? What we was, were already winning emphatically. What was Doc like, thinking then? I don't I, I don't know whose call it was, but I... I there's no way Embiid wanted to be out there, still out there. Mm. Why? Why? There's no reason. Yeah. Doc, Doc no was, reason. Doc was trying to temper everybody down by saying that that's the five-minute mark is when you start to get these players out, and he was just about to do that. But my counter to that is that you you got a guy there who's got like that injured thumb and everything. One hand. Yeah. Why would you keep him out there to this, you know, standardized five minutes? You'd be exactly. trying to get him out as it's soon bullshit. as possible. It's, it's bull. It's, it's bad coaching, Pete. It is terrible coaching. Yeah. It is. I don't. You've got Paul Reed there. Like, why don't whack him on? You've got DeAndre Jordan there. Yeah. Okay. So like, he's been devoid of minutes. You might need him later. And speaking of which, he comes on today. Starts the game. So we'll come back to that later. But I'll, I'll say this that the. Bad coaching decision. Let's see what happens. Uh, the Raptors, though, were not shamed. I, th- I thought they played quite well and they got a bright future. Uh, Pete, Pelli- could I ask yeah. Pete something about the Raptors' fans? D- did you ever follow, Pete, anything about like how the fans of the Raptors were following this and how they were trolling Embiid and everything when he got injured and everything? Did you, you got any respect for these guys at all after that? No, no, I don't. I, you know, I don't like Drake. Um, really, I don't like his music. No, Pete, you know, I don't that like he, his music. You know that he's got very far-reaching tentacles. Drake, he's quite a powerful man. Are you? Yeah. Are, is it because you're sneaky, Pete, from the dark web, that you feel confident to 
diss Drake live on the air yeah, and on he's the podcast. One of the, he's one of these um, manufactured pop stars. He's not from no ghetto or he acts hard. He's from Degrassi Junior High. He's nothing. <laughs> okay. Like, he's pretending like he's a baller and he's this. He's from Toronto. Okay. I'll just say this about the uh, Canadian fans. I went to uni with a bunch of Canadians and yep. I found them to be very nice people. Oh, now, they're very nice people. Yeah. Now, That's true. Now let's switch over to the, the Suns coming over the top of the Pelicans. Uh, they got a, a return of uh, the, their injured uh, you know, scoring sensation, Booker. They actually got yep. fined 25000 or something for... Did they hide it or something like that? They I, did. Yeah. Yeah, um, they, they didn't say that he was coming back or he, anything like that. He only scored 13 in the final game. Paul, 33. DeAndre, 8 and 22. Oh, but- but, but Matt, that Paul there, 33, that Paul 33 was something special, though. Yes. Yeah, that was 14 from 14, 14 wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, and that's why, you know, as I said to you guys, Future Hall if of he Fame can get them yeah. through this first round, that accelerates. Like, can, can they make him a Hall of Famer before he retires? Mate, they're already chiseling they the marble. He's not, go, he's not going outside the stadium. Yeah. He's going to Florence. Yeah. He's getting, it's going to be David... <laughs> And then Chris Paul, but he'll have his clothes on. Yeah, I, I, when I was thinking bronze, more of a Rodan type thing, but it started you know, bronze. But they said, "Hey, this guy's so good. We need it eternal. Wow. We need. He needs to be marble. People okay. are going to be people are going to be flocking to these things for for centuries." Yeah. So then, moving on to the Pelicans, who I actually thought had a decent chance against them. Uh, Another one you got wrong. Yeah. They, <laughs> They they cracked under the pressure, but I think maybe the Suns with all guns blazing, or the, albeit that Booker wasn't really blazing, uh, I think that uh, just had too much for him. Uh, maybe the Pelicans lost a bit of confidence with that coming back and were surprised a little bit, but they did all right. They got could I yeah oh they did could I say all something right. about they them? I think I remember us talking about them when they were down their first 14 games or something they lost and we thought okay well this team's a joke they're probably going to end up moving I kind of think they've sort of saved their franchise at the end of this year and into this playoffs I think CJ McCollum single-handedly has saved their franchise well well, not just him but I think the emergence of their rookies um, yeah Alvarado although Alvarado and um, that other fella that great shooter that, that they got Plus with um, um, B.I. and all these other guys, they, they just seem now to have something. And when Zion comes back, you know, this team could be a top six team next year, I be. think. You know, I, I say CJ saved them because it, was the, it wasn't just the way he played. It was the shot of adrenaline in the arm of that yeah. franchise. And he came and he played really well. And remember, he was playing without Ingram as well right. at, at yeah. the start. And they were, yeah, they they pretty much, you know, gave everything, everyone in uh, New Orleans, uh, some belief, and they That's believe right. they got they got in, even though it was a bit of a weaker West this year. They still got in there. They did, and and with, if Zion was thinking before, oh, you know, like maybe New York would be a better place or this, well, he's not going to find a better team around him of these bottom dwellers. I think they got a legitimate big three with Zion. Mm. It, yeah, uh, so, if you look at some of the some of the other teams in the league, it's a envious big three too. Yeah, 
No, I like it, Pete. I think you're right. The other team that uh, got knocked out were the Jazz. Um, oh, who cares? What, what a stinker. What a performance by Donovan Mitchell playing on one leg. <laughs> Mike Connolly was worse. <laughs> Hang on. Donovan Mitchell playing on one leg with a pulled hamstring managed to get 23 points, uh, one block, nine assists and eight rebounds in that deciding match. Surely he's got to move up in everyone's standings after that playing injured. Oracle? The bravery. <laughs> well, Maddie, it's going to be a big, big season for Utah. Uh, they're going to be one of the teams to watch to see what's going to happen. Um, do any of you guys think that they'll be bringing them all back? Or oh, are we know. all in agreement that they're going to be split? I can't see Mitchell and Gobert playing together again. Yep. Oh, I think they're going to... I think it... They're not. Both of them are not staying. It's either going to be both gone or one of them gone. Uh, I think that's okay, Oracle. Guaranteed. If you were the uh, franchise owner slash you know CEO GM of the Jazz, uh, and and you've just been through that, are you yeah. going to just tweak at the edges and maybe oh maybe we had an extra role player or whatever, or are you are you moving one of the big pieces? See, if we move one of those big pieces. I don't think they're going to get better. I think they'll get worse, especially if they move Go Bear. I don't see a, a move that he goes out and Jazz become a better team. Yet, so if if that happens, say that, and that's the move that most people say because you know Donovan's younger. He's that sort of you know he's got the face of the franchise and all this. They move that Go Bear. They're not even going to make the playoffs. Is that going to make Mitchell want to stay? I, I don't think so. So I think it's a very, very tough thing they've got to do. I think Gobert's probably the better player, but I can't see them shipping out Mitchell and building around Gobert at this point. They've, they've had every playoffs in the last six years, they've had worse defense in the playoffs. It's like once a team's got a chance to plan for the Jazz, then the Jazz go downhill. So... I think it's got if you to be were Gobert, where would you where would you want to go? Where would you see Gobert? What the Lakers? I'd like to see him at Atlanta. Would be my first pick Ooh. because they desperately need defense, and, and he would get featured by Trey much more. He'd get far more lobs and things that way. I, I think he'd, he'd play really well there, and that would really solidify um, the Hawks. The other team that would be great but i don't know how they would do it would be um the nets i think they'd love to have a guy like <laughs> the nets would love to have everyone yeah but, but so my, my top pick is the hawks okay yeah i could see that what about dallas oh, well that's the team that's wanted him and um you can imagine luca would again get him a lot of great looks and stuff too i think dallas They've shown an interest in him, but I don't think they're going to overpay for him. So what will the Jazz get back in return? It's not going to be much outside of, you know, Kleber and a couple of this and that. So, you know, yeah, it's it's a tough one. What about Gobert for Westbrook? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Well, the Lakers would love that. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Somebody uh, over at Utah. <laughs> Oracle, Oracle, so in terms of teams that have some top-end talent, yeah. that are basically going to get pushed into a rebuild or a retooling. Uh, does any does any team 
uh, in that sort of upper echelon have more of a uh, a, a need than the Jazz? No, I think the Jazz is the ones that they've, they've been promising for years that they're going to take this next step. Hey, they even had the best record in the league last year, you know, yeah. and that's why I thought that this year was going to be the year that they were going to take things to a new level. But what's happened is Conley is, you know, Declining. become a shell of himself. Yeah, You've got no more Joe Ingles there who did a lot for them and they didn't replace him. And then it's like everything's up to Bogdanovich, you know, to try and carry this team offensively and on the defensive end too. So all Clarkson of a sudden, played well. Yeah, but all of a sudden, they're the second oldest team in the league. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if a team like uh, maybe the Hornets could, you know, would benefit oh, yeah. from having him. Um, They'd it, love him too. With, with Ball there. Uh, I but don't I know. think there's plenty of teams, isn't there? It seems like there's plenty of teams that would want him. Mm. But but my contention is I don't see how Utah gets better getting rid of him. I actually don't know what what Utah are going to do. I was talking to uh, the Jasmine Jizeth, uh, Adam, and he... <laughs> the Jasmine Jizeth? What? <laughs> That's like that's as bad as cum buckets. Oh, sorry, that's a nickname. I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> just handed out the nicknames on this show. But but he he was the a Oracle. Little... You get natural. I get sneaky. You get what? Jizz man. Jazz man. <laughs> Jazz man. Um, sorry, but he uh, was not impressed with what happened to the Jazz, and it was a little bit. Who upset. would be? No, no. He yeah. Who would be? So now that sort of wraps up the teams that sort of lost. Uh, the I, I might just cover the. We got Phoenix up against Dallas. We got Golden State up against Memphis. We got Miami up against Philly, and Milwaukee up against Boston. Uh, I would like to leave the East to last, uh, just because there's probably more to say. So let's just quickly touch on. Phoenix, Dallas. Did did you guys have yep. a look at that and have anything to say, Oracle? Oh, I did. Yeah, and it, I, I uh, did. I did watch that game. And, and, Phoenix um, are back. The well-oiled machine. And you guys got it wrong. Aiton is a top-class player. He's a playoff center. Yeah. Doesn't he look um, good? I, I hope he gets featured more in the offense because he looks like he's a very difficult matchup for... It uh, looks like last year. Yeah. Where, where, where he was just great. I think last year, don't you think, though, Pete, that he was seen more as a defensive kind of guy and he'd, you know, get some scrap baskets or something that were assisted? To me, he can sort of, like, get his own shot a bit more this year. as more of and a go-to guy. I think he, yeah, you're probably right. He has improved in many aspects of his game, but he is a consummate up-and-down player now. Yeah. And when you look at, um, you know, you were talking about getting the max contract and the when he got drafted and all the controversy around that, he's played in finals and it looks like he's gone to at least the conference finals. Like he's, he's well worth the money and he seems to play. He might be one of these players that takes a break during the season, like Jimmy buckets and just doesn't put in until it matters. And when it, when it matters, he's very, very good. Pete, he is from like the Bahamas from the West Indies, isn't he? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. So, yeah, he so likes we, a bit of chill time. Yeah, and we know, you know, through our cricket, how that West Indian team would only play 
when the game was on the line and with all the big games to be played in, you know, and, and they would step up. But, you know, when it came to uh, State League or, or Inter-Island League, uh, they probably didn't go as hard at each other. I, I just think there might be something to do, something there with him, with that culture that he's brought up with where <laughs> when the game's on, he's up for play. But um, they showed today why they've got the best record in the league. Um, uh, Doncic got 45 and um, still the Suns never look like losing. Yeah, I think what the Suns do a lot better than what the um, Jazz did against Dallas was they could shut down guys like Brunson and um, guys like Dinwiddie and things like that. And then it was all on Luca's shoulders. And Luca could still deliver, but it's really just him now. Whereas I think in the last series, they had a few more um, points of attack that they could rely on. Uh, but Phoenix can just shut that all down. Guys like, you know, Bridges on the wings and yeah. even Booker plays right, much better back. defensively. Well, so, Booker encouraging signs, um, blowing past someone for a jam today. So yeah. the hammies seem to be all right. And, yeah. And, and then you've got Chris Paul playing Chris Paul, Famer. Look at the, look at the spread well of points, well. though, Pete. DeAndre Aiden, 25. Yeah. Booker, 23. Paul, 19. 17 to Cam Johnson. Oh, it's just, it's it's also pain and um, uh, and the two Camerons from the on the bench that yeah. come on, having that, it's just great for them. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah they're just a great team. Uh, do you, can you see Dallas beating them? I can't see Dallas beating them. Well, I can't see. Does Luca have to get 60? Mm. Yeah, I, I really think that they've got to find ways for guys like Brunson and Dinwiddie to be more yeah. impactful if. if Dallas is going to get through. So Dinwiddie yeah. got eight. Uh, Brunson. That's not good enough. No, not good enough. Brunson got 13. And Finney Smith, enough. 15. Uh, Bullock, seven. Uh, so, Finney Smith played well. Yeah. I just think that uh, they're probably thinking, okay, Luca, score your 45. We're going to make it hard for you to pass to anyone. He did get eight assists, but yeah, I well, don't know what's going on there, guys. The so, trouble with the Suns, too, is if you keep looking down the, the shooters, like if you, if you play... Two on two on uh, Booker and or two double team up on Paul, you're gonna have an open uh, Jay Crowder, and he had a shooting game today, and he's got it in him, so he's just hitting open shots, and yeah. they're tough to beat. They're three just from tough, five, tough 60% to beat from three. Yeah, so they're back. They got a bit of swagger. So the definitely the uh, Mavs are gonna have to step up. Uh, they've been punched, you know, they've been punched in the face, in the nose, and they're going to have to go, ooh, okay, we're going to have to try something different. Do the Mavs uh, coach, coaching staff, do they have it in them, Oracle, to do a little bit of a redesign on the game plan this early in the series and say, oh, okay, we're going to have to try something different? Look, I think I think that game ones are, are the ones that are most overreacted and, yeah. um, and, and we'll sit here and say, oh, look, you know, Dallas has no chance. But then, you know, they could come back in that second game and, and have something there. You know, you could have a poor performance from you know, a couple of the Suns players or whatever. To me, though, I just... I think that Phoenix just has so many weapons and they have the guys that can pick them apart to utilise those weapons. Yeah. Whereas I kind of think that with Dallas, you know, I, I saw this metric where the teams that have those huge... Um, uh, high usage kind of players, the guys like James Harden and Luka Doncic and all that, 
where everything goes through one player that when it gets to the playoffs, you know, teams can shut that stuff down. As good as Luca is, looks like Phoenix has made the option of, okay, let's let him get his points, but we'll shut everybody else down. And I don't know what Dallas is going to do about it. If Brunson can be the guy that we, we hope he can, well, I think they've got a shot, but yeah. he's got it's a much one. harder task. It's game yeah. one. They've got a punch in the nose. They need to step up. Uh, yeah. and, and come back. So uh, the other uh, game in that uh, side of the conference, Golden State versus Memphis, I really enjoyed this game. Did you? Yeah, know that was great. Told yeah. you so, Maddie. Told you so. You did. That everyone did. wanted this con- this matchup. Yes. Could produce great basketball, and I felt so so. Why do people keep picking on Draymond? Oh, like, I can't believe he got got ejected. Like what? And he's He's such, he plays by such honourable rules, and I don't know. He's just got such a bad rap, and he, his reputation got him ejected this he, time. He was sure. talking to Shaq on on the <laughs> NBA show, and both of them agreed that he shouldn't have been ejected. Well, I, I don't put that past Draymond to think he shouldn't have been ejected, but I thought that was a, a seriously dangerous play, like pulling it a was. guy down in the air by. It was the Arthurs, wasn't it? Fair enough, he came down hard across the head. You know, that can happen in normal basketball. But the afters put him on the ground. uh, (laughs) He he swung him down, like, by his jersey, ripped him down like that. Anything could have happened to that guy. He said that his his, hand hand got caught in the jersey. Oh, that's bullshit. Uh, Sorry, that's rubbish. As if that would ever. I've never seen that happen before. I've never seen a guy get his hand caught in someone's shirt. So the other thing is... Draymond would have done in the Nugget series probably half a dozen headshots by accident, exactly. a couple of eye gouges, uh, and it was always, exactly. oh, that's not in his game, um, yeah, no intent rubbish. there, blah, blah, blah. What, He's misunderstood. I, I kind of think that if that didn't happen in that first series and this was the first defense of the playoffs, he, he might have got a bit more of a benefit of the doubt, but... He, he he was probably on warn warning that hey mate you've been playing pretty loose um, he, and hurting players like gouging eyes he, and and he, hard fouls yeah yeah he's got to be one of the dirtiest players in the game surely you know like he's got a history of being suspended for games because he's picked up too many flagrant fouls and stuff you know like this guy's. I don't know why anyone would believe a word he says when he's talking about how, um, you know, he shouldn't deserve any penalties and all that sort of stuff. He's the worst. Yeah, I'm sure he um, reflects on that while he's polishing his rings and uh, cashing his checks. <laughs> he's yeah. effective. They and well, they won without him. They did. Uh, they did. So, what did you guys think of that strategy of starting not with, you know, the usuals, but actually? Starting off with Gary Payton in the starting lineup instead of say Jordan Poole or Looney or something like that. Well, it's worked. They were doing it with uh, Seth too. Um, in the through I don't know through design or necessity, but um, I like it because it's a bit of a surprise, isn't it? Yeah. I so like the theory too, was yeah. you don't want to get Jar Morant going, so you put this guy on there just to you know, keep him in check. But 
I don't know whether that's the right move or starting Poole, who's emerging as maybe their second best player right now. You know, I mean, he he probably saved him that game. Like, is it worth keeping him on the bench to have Poole. Gary Payton the second out there? I don't know. Poole got well, they won. Poole got thirty-one points, nine assists, eight rebounds, and two. Yeah, everyone's got a triple double. Two blocks. Uh, now Gary Payton the second. He actually, uh, against the Nuggets, hit some really big shots that were crucial mm. towards the end of the game and showed that he's got something about him. He hit a couple of good shots in this game too, or, or made yep. a couple of plays, and I thought, okay, uh, Kerr's seen something in him that he's ready uh, to have important minutes. And sometimes playing early, I think, is for a young player like that, is easier than playing late. You know what I mean? Like Because the team's got a chance to catch up if things don't go to plan. And if they go well, he gets confident. So I kind of like that move by Kerr. Um, and, and, and it didn't come out of nowhere. He's been playing well in the playoffs, okay? Uh, I've got a couple He's of one of the playoff MVPs at the moment, Paul. He's scoring at a great clip. Yeah, Paul's yeah, all round well. game. Paul got shut down in the last couple of games by the Nuggets, but he played really well in the first couple of games. So, yeah, and he played really well in this game. I thought um, it's interesting Kaminga's getting minutes, and he played 15 minutes in that game. Uh, are they are they putting him on Matt because Memphis just has so much athleticism that they wanted to try and match a bit of that well when they're interviewing Kerr with the Nuggets against uh against the Nuggets game and they they started using Kaminga towards the end of the series and they just, he just said he likes his energy and yep. um rolling to the rim and being up for you know lobs dunks working around the basket trying to get rebounds he, he liked that and he said that he brings an energy to the team and I think there's something to that so I, I kind of like that the other thing I thought was interesting uh Clay Thompson was really starting to hit with a reasonably high frequency towards the end of the series with the Nuggets. And in this game, I saw him uh, hit a couple of big threes, but he hit a big one towards the end to take the lead. And then yep. he missed two three throws. Yeah, uh, don't often see that. Don't see that. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, the other thing that I sort of took down in my notes, Curry was hitting some big shots coming off screens. I don't think the Grizz yeah, well, were ready for that uh, or had game plans. I don't know how you don't. Yeah, look, I, I, look, I think with that, like sometimes he's just going to go to a different level, Curry. And once he does, you can forget about really doing anything. Like you saw it when you guys matched up. Once he gets in that flow, yeah. he can hit him from anywhere. You can't. You can't stop him. So, I wanted your thoughts, Matty. Mm. On Jaron Jackson Jr. this game, you, you've always sort of thought he wasn't much, but he had a great game that game one. Yeah, he scored 33. Uh, what I think about Jackson Jr. were a couple of, this is what I sometimes think about him. He elbowed. Quick to foul. Yardage. Quick to yeah. foul. Slightly dirty. Bit of Draymond in him uh, where he doesn't mind hurting the other player. And I'll stick by that. Uh, he got 10 rebounds, one assist, uh, a block. And 33 points. Yeah, but Great. more than just a block, he, he was a real um, deterrent for anyone trying to score inside. Like, he, he is a big presence in there. Yeah. And he did change a lot of shots. Like, that one block is, yeah, one block. But 
He, I think he stopped a lot of offense just by being there. Well, that's what the Warriors are renowned for. They get so many easy buckets in the they paint. They Or back cuts. And, and I was watching that and I was thinking, well, the Grizz got lost on defense on multiple occasions with cuts and whatnot, with easy layup baskets. It's happened to better people. <laughs> yeah, true. But but that was happening. Uh, and, and I think the Grizz should learn or need to learn from that game where that was happening because with Draymond going out uh, when he did in the second quarter that was their game they should have won that that you know yeah like, I, I think they actually played better most of the game too I thought they were on yeah. top and they were the aggressors and um, <laughs> I, I loved what I saw out of Brandon Clark again I think he's really emerged as another star for them um, poor he, old Steve Adams yeah, uh, well, uh, the guys that I was most disappointed in was um, Brooks and um, Bain. Like, uh, those guys have sort of made a reputation for themselves these years, as, as uh, this year as a, like a go-to tandem, and Bain really had an off night. And I don't know whether it was just him not shooting well or whether Overall, the I think it, had a good plan for yeah, him. Yeah, it might have been a little bit of shock too, playing against some childhood heroes. Who knows? Uh, but I, you know, it's game one. As you said, you can't overreact. Um, Morant played awesome. How many times did he go to the um, basket driving and finish with amazing yeah. plays, especially yes, in the yeah. crunch? Uh, and, and he had a chance to win it with the last shot too. Like, uh, you know. Pretty ordinary it, effort. Yeah, but it doesn't. But Pete, they, they gave themselves a chance. Yeah. I kind of felt like they needed to take that chance. But they must be thinking, you know what? We can match it with these guys. And I think so too. Yeah. And I think and, and they had a couple confidence. of off nights from big yes. time performers. Yep. So, and, you know, it's game one. And, and I, I think they handle themselves great. I, I don't yep. know if you're going to see the same sort of performance out of Jaron Jackson. Nah, I can't see him scoring 33 again. But, but I can see Morant scoring in the 30s again. Uh, but it was a great game. It was a terrific energy all the way through. The, the teams played so hard, and they seem to know like they know what they're doing out there. And I, I think this is one of the best playoff games we've had. Uh, yeah, it's good. Um, this I, season, I thought in general the the Grizzlies weren't scared, and they played like they weren't scared. I thought uh, Morant sort of showed why he's got so many raps on him, and I think that. It, it's it's going to be a great series to come. So, so do you think Gary Payton a second slowed him down much? Like, do you think they stick with that formula or do you think they just go to pool and have that offense out there? I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, I kind of think that Golden State are going to mix things up through the whole series. And like, it could be a, it could be a series where Golden State sweep Memphis but there's only ever three or four points in it the whole way. Like, it's possible that that could happen, you know, yeah. where Memphis are just so close every time but can't get it done. I don't know. I I think Steve Kerr and those uh, experienced guys at Golden State have the advantage purely because of that experience. Uh, and I think Memphis will do well to match it with them and, and actually get the victory. But I think they're going to be in it. They think they can win. They've got the guys that, you know, that they think they can foot it with them. 
Whether they can get the victory, I don't know. I really don't know about that. I want to see the next game. I'm looking forward to the next game. Yeah, I, I, I'm i sort of surprised how well Golden State rebounded in this game. Like they played a pretty small lineup for most of the game. And I think Memphis, one of their strengths is rebounding. But the, the rebounding numbers were fairly even. I, I wonder if that's going to be more in Memphis's favour going down uh, the line. So for me, I really did like what I saw out of Memphis. And and I think that if I was to put a bet on them now, I kind of I kind of like their odds. I, I like their chances of getting through this round. Sneaky, do you reckon Memphis have got what it takes? Um, no, I think they'll get beaten. I think it'll be 4-2. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I think they just don't they don't have enough yet. Maybe next year. Could be an experience. Well, it's, a good, thing. it's a good point that like normally they have to experience the playoffs and know what it's like to then come back the following year, and that's sort of what's against them this time. I'm hoping that their confidence is what's going to sort of bring them through. Um, yeah. But oh, how can't you be confident with with Morant on your side? Yeah, and <laughs> he's and a walking Matt, highlight reel. That's right. And Matt, you saw you saw the Warriors up close and. I'm sure you don't think they're world beaters. I mean, if, if Jokic could almost do it on his own, then you'd have to give Memphis the upper hand in this one, wouldn't you? I wouldn't give them the upper hand because I actually think uh, Golden State were... Uh, the Nuggets couldn't buy surprise at times. I thought they were going to cruise through and they weren't able to do that. But, yeah, I don't know about that, guys. I, I, I think the Golden State are going to get stronger. Uh, I think that uh, Memphis need to find another notch. I know it was a close match, but they were at home, Memphis. Um, and I think that the it's going to come down to some good coaching. Uh, the experienced players from Golden State might give them the edge, but who knows? Memphis definitely have something about them, and you know I think they've got the ability to do something. Uh, should we switch across to the Eastern Conference, guys? Yeah. Who wants to go first? Oh, let's get it over and done with. All right, let's go Miami Phoenix. Uh, uh, Miami, Miami Phoenix? Sorry, <laughs> Miami, Miami Philly. Uh, obviously, uh, Oracle. Uh, I'd be really interested to know what you think about this whole series. Well, gee, really? was... <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for starting with me, Matty. Uh, look. For for mine, um, I kind of thought I kind of thought the Sixers were in for a, a big chance in this one, and when Embiid went down with that injury, I think that it swung it over to Miami. And the good news I heard was that you know he might be back by game two, three but, or four they say the home game. Oh really? You heard three yeah. or four? Okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to say even if he was back by, you know, the third game and he only missed the first two, I think they'll be down 2-0 and um, I can't see them getting back and winning. Yeah, they'll be definitely down 2-0. You reckon, Pete? If you look at the game today, they started... I'm I'm not um, unhappy with the way they played. They had... uh, Heat came out of the blocks firing and not only were firing, PJ Tucker was getting right up in Harden's face. They were doing the full court press, yeah. like from from the tip off, and they jumped out to fourteen points in front. And Philly got back and then actually led at halftime. Then after halftime, 
Philly had a disastrous like seven minutes. Yeah, it was it like just, yeah, ten fifteen. It just kind of. Run. But if you look at where it comes down to, where Philly don't have a chance, and I know you go on odds for the first game. Tyler Hero is playing six for him. We don't have like gorgeous George on our bench. We're not even playing. We couldn't land a three pointer today. We couldn't couldn't buy one. They were hor- horrendous shots. I think uh, Yang went from none from eight or something like crazy number like that. They just have too many too many weapons. Yeah, Oladipo. Even Oladipo well. hit a couple oh. of shots. You know, like. <laughs> I really want to see Harden step up and be the man this game if there's no He MD. played pretty good in the first half. He yeah, really he did. did. But, gee, he took 13 shots the whole game and he hit five of them. He's got to do better than that. Yeah. He was getting defended pretty hard and Tobias, he was getting oh, double teamed yeah. a lot. It was, yeah, he, hard he used to be the guy only a couple of seasons ago that could carry a team offensively. And I was wondering, could he do it for a few games? Look, if he couldn't do it today, I, I can't see it happening. And it's a shout shame. out to Maxi and uh, Tobias. Yeah. Tobias is uh, carrying a big load, and um, he's playing very well. Um, Maxi's play. Maxi's a slow starter. Yeah. If he could just improve his first quarters, Maxi. Pete, be I saw. Better. I was seeing on the Reddit today. Uh, polls and things asking is DeAndre Jordan the worst player in the NBA at the moment? Really? <laughs> the NBA? Oh. In the whole NBA, is he the worst player in the whole NBA right now? That's a big call. I'm just trying to think of uh, a worse one. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not look, easy. Right, center? A worse center? Or just a worst player in general? Worst player. No, look, so. Wow. He's a guy that, you know, he, he can't really move anymore. And, you know, he's their starter and they're relying on him and they're, they're eating him alive. And look, okay, you're right, look, Pete, they've I, got much. I think the difference in the game, like you might say, Pete, you know, Tyler Hero coming in a six-man scoring 25, <laughs> fair enough. I actually thought... Fair enough. we got nothing on the bench. Yeah. Nothing. I actually thought PJ Tucker, five offensive rebounds... Yeah, um, Bam got three of them. Uh, some of these offensive rebounds, obviously Embiid's not there. They, though, you add all those up. Uh, you know, there was you know, there might be what that's 10, 12, 15 maybe uh, offensive rebounds. Yeah, fifteen. Uh, that, and they always had an opportune moment where they were able to put it back in, and it was like it, it, it was loose. You know. Uh, and, and and I don't know that uh, just from what I could see, like Paul Reed got a few, but they were getting put back shots that they would never get a chance to do if Embiid was there, and and, and really Bam scoring twenty four, uh, and ta- he had a, he was a plus twenty six for the night. Uh, yeah, I, but I Bam's going to Bam. Yeah, but Pete, he's that a, was a he's difference. But Bam's not going to Bam with Embiid there. Bam's gonna. Yeah, but Embiid's not. I'm not like you with the Nuggets, man. Embiid's not there. You gotta no, take I'm... the team for what it is. But what I'm saying is, you guys didn't have anyone that could control the middle. Like, uh, okay, there, I... were, there were the periods where Tobias Harris was the tallest player exactly, on the floor. Exactly, I remember. Uh, and and Paul Reed, I thought, didn't do too bad at times. Um, he was only a Amazing. minus three for the game, but obviously DeAndre Jordan's too slow. I think. Uh, coach um, 
Rivers, Rivers is going to shake up that lineup a bit. I think with Cork, shake. <laughs> I think well. I think Cork, he can't buy a bucket either. I think Corkmas should be playing more. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Isaiah thing. Joe out there. I, I think well, that's the point, really, yeah. wasn't it? Like I'd rather yeah. lose by thirty and then sixteen or whatever it was. We need no. Everyone's bricking up three pointers. Yeah. You might as well have give the kid a go at him. Can get, you get us a few Isaiah? Get Isaiah out there. Get Court yeah, get, out there. It's been a young man's um, playoffs, hasn't it? Young men and, everywhere. And, that and, are, and are, who knows that if they'll fire up Shake? You know, I'm just saying that. I wonder if they'll lend us Duncan Robinson for the rest of the series. If we ask him nicely, yeah. you think? Pete, I, he didn't even get a. He didn't even get on the court. No, the rest they saved him. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't for me. For me, I, I'm not that worried about trying to get Isaiah Joe minutes. I'm more, you know, is Maxi and Harden and those guys going to get 30 points each? Like, that's sort of what they have to do. Yeah, I, that's what yeah, they have to Oracle do. Missing. But DeAndre and, and, being out there is a, is not helping. No. And and I, and I this is not the kind of team that Tybal becomes an effective player because no. the way that, they play at Miami Heat. There's a lot of cutting and moving around and people just creating shots for others. And he's more a guy, I think, that can, you know, put a stop on one guy, but it just doesn't, that's not the way that Miami plays. And so I just don't see him having much of a role in, in this series either. But things could are you... looking up. Millsap got minutes. Yeah, We're pop... playing Millsap. Oh, Millsap. Pete, Pete, could you play Millsap starting centre? Oh, God, if that did, we might as well just pack it up now. If that's the starting. It's not. It's a wing and a prayer for the 76ers at the moment. It's a I wing think, and a prayer. We've got they've nothing. Got to, they've got to be going Paul Reed. He's, he's got Paul to be Reed, better than yeah. Jordan. You know, he's got to be better than Jordan. I mean, they should have been playing Reed earlier on in the season instead of Jordan. Yeah, just to bloody they? and get him ready. They should have. Why didn't they? Because now that they need him, they're, they're not, you know, he's not as ready as he should be. And why didn't they, Oracle? Well, um, that he was asked that, Coach Rivers. Mm. Uh, sort of, uh, media was saying, look, clearly this guy, Reed, is, is your best backup. Why are you playing DeAndre Jordan? What did he say? And he was saying, well, Paul Reed's better suited for smaller lineups. So he wants to play bigger men against bigger men, right? And so that's why he would go Jordan. But everyone was saying, but this Paul Reed, he's only a couple of inches shorter, but he's so much more of an effective player. And um, and now, because he didn't play him during the season, he, he can't, he's not really confident to play him now. But even like when he went on, hey, he picked up nine rebounds and got four assists and stuff in his 13 minutes. I think he's got to play through him. Okay, Pete, so... Up. If... We've got Charles Bassey um, that might... <laughs> it's, it's, it's over for the 76ers. You take Embiid out... Over the... after oh. game one. Over. It is. It's over. Like he's... And I predicted last week it's going to come back and it's going to be like... Embiid's going to enter the court like some cyborg in a mask and one hand. If he can do it that, that way, good, good on him. But... The Heat played down to number twelve on their roster. We just don't have the cattle. We don't have. We look in there, and the cupboard is bare. Yeah. Robinson's not even getting court time. <laughs> we got that on the depot. Wow. I tell you what, I did like, and I do like, and Ben Simmons. You should look at um, the way Kyle Lowry 
is on the oh, yeah. on the sideline. Impeccably dressed, cool. Yeah, you know, in a, in a nice pair of uh, tan chinos, a nice sweater, and a baseball cap. Getting involved in the game and actually helping. Not sitting there for the cameras with your stupid pants on and your glasses to match your pants and your handbag, <laughs> whatever, the clutch bag he was wearing. I'm impressed by Kyle Lowry. Is that's what you get when you get Kyle Lowry to your franchise? You get a lot, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. And I agree, Pete. Uh, now, I'm not ready to write off the 76ers. I think that they got more in the tank. And I think that there's going to be a little bit of a adjustment made by uh, Supercoach Doc Rivers. And... <laughs> future Hall of Famer. Yeah. It is a future. They, they said it on the telecast. Yeah. Future Hall of Famer. I don't Doc think Rivers. anyone's been to the playoffs more than him. And well, um, yeah, Phil Jackson. Well, he won once. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So the other game that we have yet to speak about were the Bucks Celtics. Hey, you mm. can't you can't put too much emphasis on, on game first one. Game, yeah. Just so Pete, remember that, Pete. Let's start. <laughs> let's start with you. Cannot you, Pete. put too much emphasis. Yeah. On game one. So you're not worried for the Celtics, Pete? Well, I'm worried about Marcus Smart's quadriceps. What's happened there? Oh, don't know yet. They're keeping it mum, but he's uh, feeling a bit of soreness. He, he's doubtful <laughs> for the next game. Yeah, doubtful. And if if he's not in the team, I can see Milwaukee going up 2-0, going back home. Celtics might get swept. Oh, surely not. Look, look, game two is huge. I think think you're right, Pete. If we lose that game, uh, I don't see us winning that series. I I still think we're a chance because we played very poorly that game. There's a lot of stuff that we can do better. But... Um, not having Marcus Smart there, if that's the case. We, we've said it before, he's the heartbeat of the team. He's the leader offensively and on the defensive side too. So if he's not there, that's going to be a big challenge. And the other part of it is Jalen Brown seems to be suffering from his hamstring injury and is played probably the worst game he's played in years in that first game too. So... Weeks a long time in basketball, isn't it? It is, yeah. And look, there's a lot of things like we played a certain way where, check this out, we only made 10 two-point shots the entire game, which is crazy. That's that, that crazy. was That's almost a, crazy a record, right? What? I've never heard yeah. of that before. Yeah, so... All we did was shoot three-pointers and we missed them. That's That's how the game went. And we had capable shooters just not knock them down. And what happened was, I think we were sort of spooked a bit. We had a pretty, um, I guess, um, soft team in the nets, you know. We got, you know, yeah. little blokes. And then every time we yep. turned up the intensity, they folded. So yeah. now against the Bucks, they're all big boys, you know. And, and playing hard kinda... too, Oracle. They're, they're pushing, right. pushing off the ball, putting right. shoulders so into were... chess. Uh, exactly. Was, that, that there was, was a more lot physical of than us. pushing around and stuff happening, more physical. And I thought the Celtics might have been a little bit shell shocked. Is what I've. These are my notes. Yeah. So a bit shell shocked. More I experience. Right. The Bucks. Um, the Bucks came out playing harder, and I think the Celtics maybe thought, "Wow, we just swept the Nets. We're on a roll. All we got to do is keep doing what we're doing." 
and then they it, come up against the it, team. It's like, oh, okay, listen, these are men ready lost, to play. We haven't lost by double figures since January first, right? Wow. So it's been a long time since a team's come up and really punked us. Yeah, and and Giannis did that, and and I heard another commentator say that the Bucks are the champions, and they've been hearing. Oh, the Celtics are the favourites in this series. Without Middleton, yeah. it's the Celtics, and these guys are the champions. Like as if Giannis is going to back down or cower down, he's going to get fired up, and so is the what rest about of the team. Drew you know, Holiday. Yeah. Yeah, can I just can I get well. onto that? My other note was: Is Drew Holiday what the Celtics wish Marcus Smart was? No, I think that's a bit unfair. Yeah, yeah well, that's, a, that's a bit of a dig, isn't it? Isn't it? I think Marcus Smart has probably the best, the the most improved shot I've seen this season. He's played so that makes him an up and down Thank player, you, and he wins the defensive uh, player of the year over Drew Holiday. Yeah, I think that's well, a bit of an unfair comment. Well, look, I hate Marcus Smart. Look, <laughs> Drew. Drew Holiday's no joke. Like this guy is no. an all-star, right? He he was the guy that when they played in that USA team, you know, there was no Dame Lillard or whatever there. That that was starting and finishing with Drew Holiday. Yeah. Now, he was the guy alongside, so, you know, Tatum and um So is that not fair, Oracle, to say that, you know, Marcus Smart needs to be a bit more like Drew? Or not? No, no, I don't think that's fair because Marcus Smart's a different player. He's not, well, he's not smaller than Drew is. Well, Drew's known as a defensive-minded guard who... Yeah, but look, Drew Drew is a scorer hmm. and he's not the setup guy. He can't run a pick and roll, right? He's not a guy that gets others involved in things like Marcus Smart does. Like They're completely different on the offensive end. But I, I think what a different thing is, is that Marcus Smart's injured and he's going up against a rock like Drew, where before Marcus could just use his body to like just destroy other guards, just like yeah, knock them okay. down. But he can't do that to Drew. Drew's just as strong as him. So and Marcus is injured. The other question I had was, do you remember you were saying how when it came to the Bucks, the yep. Celtics had a game plan for dealing with Giannis. Giannis. They yep. were they were gonna defend him in a certain way where maybe yep. Horford was on him and then the Time Lord would come in from uh, help defense. Yep. And, and there was a little bit of that I saw, uh, but Giannis still got 24-13 rebounds and, and, and 12 assists. Yep. I, I kind of think that that... So you agree with me? Well, 12 assists. The players around Giannis hit shots, obviously. That's right, yeah. And... But you would have thought that without Middleton, that that methodology would have worked. You would have think. Yeah. You would think, you know, on paper. Yeah, but the look, thing is, look, that yep. Giannis is playing heads up. He plays heads up all the time. Yeah. He doesn't play with his back like Durant does. So it's much easier to defend someone like Durant if you're the Celtics. Yeah. But um, Giannis was just get, playing heads up, going into the drive, and the. Celtics were collapsing on him, and just he's just finding open people, and they hit the buckets. Yeah, what can I think you do? that was I think that was the right game plan to yeah, play. It's right, sure. He, he shot, uh, you know, thirty six percent, and that's not a number you'd normally. And that worries me that he 
shot the ball so poorly and they still won, right? Yeah. Because I think he's going to play better as the series goes on. I thought we played a great defense so, against him. I thought that the big thing for us is our offense was just tepid, right? We, yeah. so, we didn't score as much as we should so have. So I'll throw a few at you. Grayson Allen, 50% four from eight from two. 50% yep. uh, three from six from three. Uh, Pat Connington, three from six from two, 50%. Uh, two from four from three, 50%. Uh, Drew Holiday only shot 40%, but still good. Eight from 20 from two and three from five, 60% from three. They're the guys that, when you add all that up, were hitting the shots. Uh, yeah, and you got crazy guys Bobby, too. You I thought Bobby Portis shot. played well. Yeah, he shot 50%, six from 12, only two from seven from three, but he hit some big twos. Brooke Lopez. Uh, did all right a couple of occasions, but another guy bit, can hit an open shot. A little bit yeah. ineffective look, in, yeah. at times. Look, I, I thought our defense was good enough, yeah. but our offense didn't have it. Now, and I think, yeah. So that's the question, Oracle. Was it yeah. the Celtics' offense didn't have it, or yeah. were the Bucks? Uh, was the Bucks' defense yep. making you guys miss? It's a good point, Maddie, because I think. In other series and in other teams, you don't have a guy like Giannis in the middle along with a couple of other big boys as well. Mm. And the Celtics were reluctant to drive and try to score yeah, down low. That. Yeah. And and so they just decided, okay, well, we're just going to stand back here and hit a lot of threes. And they couldn't make them. Yeah. So I think that they can come up with a get better game plan in scoring, especially if Jalen Brown is okay to go. Because... The way he was playing, he, he was so unlike Jalen Brown this game. He really didn't take them on at all. He wasn't physical at all. Is he injured? And, and I think, yeah, so he's got a, a hamstring tightness that they're calling it so far, not a hamstring strain. And he's been getting work done on it since the last game of, against the Nets. Yeah. So they were thinking he was going to be ready for that game. But gee, he played so poorly. And he looked like he was like, second guessing himself all the time and just throwing bad passes and he was he was right out of his game so if he can get closer to what he is and if marcus can just hold it together i still think we're in with a shot i predict it'll be a long series and i'm still not changing my mind away from that so is middleton due to come back or not no he's out for the whole series well if there was ever a time that you know, you guys could rally. It should be now. It, has Ume got, you know, the smarts and the guys around him to come up with a game plan that yeah. can make I the most of it? If you wanted one to sit down out of the three, you'd like, if you're the Bucks, if you had to bench someone, you'd bench Middleton after, like, on the balance of the season, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think they can carry it without Middleton. I don't think Middleton was exactly, when you look at the lineups, a, a bigger loss that it should have been being yeah. an all-star getting benched. Well, I, I, don't think it, yeah. I don't think it worries them too much. Look, he, he has been a Celtics killer in the past. He's a guy where you know, he can take that final shot at the end. He can make his own shot. And... I have heard people say, and this is a good point, that instead of the ball being in Chris Middleton's hands, the ball is now in Giannis's hands. So, <laughs> you know, it's not, Careful what you wish for. That's right. It's not Pete. much of a reprieve there, yeah. you know. So, um, But 
I think that the Celtics still have a good chance in this. Tatum wasn't scoring as much as I would expect him to. And, but I think a lot of it's going to come down to Brown and Smart's health as Pete did at the start. And and possibly playing with a bit more aggression. Pete, sorry, mate. Yeah. Look, they, they were shell shocked. They, they, it was the first big hard game they've had in a long, long time, and they didn't respond. Like they played a team in that last series that would lie down pretty much every time we got physical, and now we're playing a team that was playing more physical than us, and we didn't know how to respond straight away. Yeah. But and now you know, and you said Matt has Emay got the goods to yeah. to make this team. Well, he, here's his chance. You know, this is his first really, really big test, and I'm excited to see what he does. Yeah, so he's playing again tomorrow, I think. Uh, yeah. And, and, and the Warriors and Grizz tomorrow. Uh, can we get a little bit of a prediction thing happening for at least the next couple of games? Uh, tomorrow, mm-hmm. Bucks, Celtics, Oracle, who you got? Look, the Celtics have to win this one. They're going to throw win. everything at it. And I, I think that they can come through and, and get that win. Sneaky. Well, this is where we're at, isn't it? Like, wow. Huge the Celtics. Around, it's all to do with Marcus Smart. The Celtics should win tomorrow. They they should win. They have to win. They, they have, have to, to win. Scrape. They have to scratch. They have to squirrel grip. Whatever they can do to get that win. If they don't get, if they don't win tomorrow, they're gone. So yeah, I agree. So you, you're going to go the Celtics, Pete. I'm going to go to Celtics because they've shown some ticker this year. I, and Yeah. I hope the Celtics win, but I'm actually going to pick the Bucs. Uh, yeah, I just I, I just think that that first game, uh, the Celtics are going to be questioning themselves. Uh, if they come back and, and, and square up, good luck to them. I think that it's game on, but they're going to have to step up and they've got to show me that they can do that. Tatum's um, got to play the best game of his career tomorrow. Well, look, and, and I think he's so capable of a big step up and, and I like I don't think they attacked Portis when they when they should have. I think there's a chance to attack Lopez. I, I kind of think that they were just withholding a lot of you know what they should have been doing. They're playing like they were at the beginning of the year and once they've looked at the tape and they say, Okay, this is what we need to do, I, I think they'll have a much better game plan on okay. offense and yeah, we'll be right. Okay, Sneak, who do you like in the Warriors Grizzlies second game? Cool, that's a true coin flip. I'm gonna take the Grizz. Really? Yep. I reckon it'll be one one. I reckon that I reckon that will go to seven. Okay. Oracle? Yeah, I like the Grizzlies in that too. I think that you know, they show that they can hang with them and I think they'll make the adjustments to go because I, I, I really think that those guards in Bain and um Yeah, they can't Brooks play that bad. They're gonna play sleeve. better. Yeah. And and I and I well, even look I'll, at Morant when he missed the final shot. It just didn't look like it phased him at all. You know, he went, Oh well. Get them next time. Yeah, okay. Uh, and they have to win. I'm picking the Warriors in that one. Uh, and then the next day will be uh, the 76ers in the heat. Uh, Sneak, are you thinking uh, the 76ers have got something that can come it's, back with? It's white hot in Miami. Uh, no, nah, I, I can't see him coming back. But what's it going to take for Embiid to get some sort of face mask on? And... Oh, he is. He'll be, he you'll will. see Embiid in game three and the... The poor guy is going to do another. He's going to get hurt again. But he'll get out there. And you look at the difference, you know. And I know we sh- we talk about it too much, and everyone does. But Ben Simmons, have a look, for example. Your teammate, yeah. who 
who gave you a bit of stick because you missed a dunk. He's prepared to come out with yeah. one hand and a broken face. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd like to. If is he going to come back in game two though, Pete, or game three? Is it? No. They, three. they say he's at out least. for two. It's going to be three if he's coming at back. Best, three yeah. at best, and but you know who knows. But yeah, if he gets comes back and we take those two at home, who knows what can happen? Oracle. So the next game you're picking the Heat, Pete. Yeah, the Heat will win. Sne- uh, Oracle. Yeah, I think the Heat as well, Maddie. They've yeah. got a little bit too much for um, the Sixers without. Me They've got a Steve. thousand players. Me, me too. <laughs> but, me too. But I think Doc needs to change up the team a little bit. And and if some of these young players get hot, I actually think if he switches up that lineup and these young players step up, which I think they have in them, I think the Seventy Sixers can win the next game. Can they give us Yurtson? And and Duncan Robinson to make it like fair. Hey, hey <laughs> Pete, I... this, this center on the bench that scores twenty gets twenty and tw- and, and fifteen a game, and he's not even he's gathering yeah. dust. Yeah. Hey Pete, I, I wanted to ask you that there was a bit of talk around. You know how the Sixers played really poorly at home to the Raptors in Game Five, and then yeah. they went out and played. Um, Creamed them. Yeah, when they went to the Raptors, that they destroyed them there. There was talk about them like not playing as well at home with the booing and all that sort of stuff. Is there yeah. anything to that? I don't know, but it's definitely when you're looking at the stat, the stat sheet, it's definitely something that pops up that the Seventy Sixers were the second best away team in the yeah. league. So, so do you think that if Embiid comes back, they got Game Three and Four in Miami, they could maybe win both? May. Huh. Three and four is home. Um, no, no, three and four will be. Oh, they'll be home. That's yeah, right. they'll be home. That's right. If, they, if, if the Philly crowd can't suck down their bitterness and their disappointments, and if this seven foot beast from Africa comes out there maimed, the maimed lion, mm. and tries to put on a performance, and that's not good enough for him, and we get swept, you know. I won't say this because this is a family show, but you know some of those people should take a good long hard look at yeah. themselves in the mirror. Look for a and, new team. Yeah. Oracle, yeah, would, it, would it be like Willis got. Reed coming back in that? Remember they used to show that one where he came back yes. out of the st- Is that what it would be like? Do, do, can you tell us about that it would. one? So there's a couple of famous ones where uh, the guy that's the leader of the team, their only shot, you know, and he goes off the court. And then he comes back during the game that, you know, he's supposed to be ruled out and has this incredible performance to win. And Willis Reed was, you know, one of the biggest examples. My favorite example is Larry Bird, who fell headfirst on the ground, got a concussion. These days he wouldn't be allowed back. He comes back and shoots the lights out to win the game. And then, of course, you know, Paul Pierce getting wheeled out of the arena in a wheelchair and he comes back in and sink some three-pointers to win the championship, too. It's happened before. Giannis, last year. Yeah, bent, bent his well. knee back. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I thought so, he but, was gone. But, Pete, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a story waiting to be written, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Embiid coming back and winning some games. If, 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 be, if we get out of Miami, if we get out oh. of this series, and everyone should be going on there, like buying tickets for the Embiid, 
um, bandwagon. Because you know, you can say what you want about basketball players, and a lot of people do, and a lot of people talk about your Stephen A. Smiths and Jaden Smith. They're all on the the attitude of the players, but have a look at the attitude. They told him to get fit, he got fit. Yep. And look what happened when he got fit. And is anyone doesn't believe in his desire to win a basketball game? You've yeah. got to be kidding me. The, yeah. guy's, the guy's the most he, determined guy I'd in the league at the moment. I'd love to see it. Rem, rem, remember when he lost to Kawhi and, and he was crying? Crying. You know, like, he wants it bad. Yeah. He wants it bad because he knows it's um, immortality. Okay, and then Maverick Suns, uh, Oracle. This is the game where I don't know how much I'm influenced by what I saw in that game one. I I saw that Phoenix Suns had a lot of different ways to attack. They were really well organized. They could throw different guys at the Dallas supporting crew. But by saying that, if those supporting crews step up, if they find a way to get Brunson and Dinwiddie and all these guys some better looks... You know, Dallas could turn it around. I'm going to stick with Phoenix because they're at home and, and they're, they're playing well. But, um, yeah, I, I'm hoping for more from Dallas, but I'll stick with Phoenix for now. Sneaky? I'm going Phoenix because, um, yeah, Dallas didn't show me anything, even with how much better can Doncic play. Like what... Um, the Oracle said about Kyrie in that series, how much better can he play? And they still lost. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a bit bit of that for me. If you get if you're scoring forty five yeah. and losing. Yeah. I'm that's, take, a, that's a bad stat. I'm taking the Suns. All right, fellas. I think that was a good no effort worries. tonight. Thank you very much, Oracle. Thank you, Sneaky Pete. Thanks, fellas. See you later, Nambucker. Right, Enjoy fellas. your basketball.